Welcome to Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist, a podcast dedicated to empowering you to take control of your life, learning valuable strategies for healing and looking at mental health through a trauma-informed lens. Get ready to feel empowered and confident in managing your symptoms. And now, here is your host, licensed clinical social worker, EMDR therapist, and certified clinical trauma professional, Jamie Vollmuller. Welcome to Good Enough. I am your host, Jamie Vollmuller. I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a heads up today. There is some high schoolers and middle schoolers playing Christmas music in the airport. So you guys might hear some Christmas jams in the background as I'm talking today. But that that seems on point anyway with the holidays, right? So I'm hoping you guys are having a good holiday season. Today, I wanted to talk about creating some realistic expectations for ourselves, especially during the holidays. Last week, we had talked about chronic stress, and a lot of chronic stress is us not setting expectations that are realistic, right? It's keep piling things on our plate until we are spent. So how do we create realistic expectations? Actually, you know what? Before that, let's go into why that's important, guys. So for a lot of my clients and even myself, being an avid people pleaser, I don't like to let people down. And I think especially during the holidays, like we just get into the holiday spirit. We want to make everyone super happy and, you know, make everyone feel special. And so we might agree to do more than what is actually feasible for us to do, right? So how, how does that, how does that happen? Right. So let, let me give you an example. So let's say you agreed, or let's just talk about realistic expectations with the holidays in general, right? If you're that parent that feels like the house has to look a certain way and the meal has to be a certain way and we need to have the cookies and we need to have, you know, the, the this star on top of the tree sitting exactly this way, <laughs> you know, like trying to create the perfect holiday. And there are so many people that try to do that because they're trying to spread that, like that joy, right? That, that, I guess that magical feeling that we all want from the holidays. But what what could happen when we're so focused on making everything look perfect is we are running ourselves ragged again, right? And then, then we're irritable and we're spent and we're tired. And when we get to the actual holiday, we're not really enjoying it because we're exhausted. Or if you're like, I love my aunt Tina, but girl, that girl on the holidays, she runs around like a crazy person every holiday and she'll make every meal under the sun and decorate the whole house and clean the whole house. And everything is always perfect. And by the end of the night, she's always spent because she does too much, right? And she does it because she loves everyone and she wants us to have the best holiday possible, but it's to her own detriment. So creating realistic expectations is really just accepting that things don't need to be perfect, right? Like what really makes the holidays important is the time, at least for me, the time that we're spending with our family, the memories that we're creating. So, you know, what is in the background of that memory, like the tree looking perfect or the pictures looking perfect really isn't as important as we like to think. It's really like the events that we're doing with people, the time that we're spending with people. Like for me, it's more meaningful to plan like 
a holiday game or like, you know, like do like the white elephant or something like that. That's going to make a funny, nice memory or bake cookies together or something that we do as a community within the family rather than having everything, you know, the bows be perfect and the decorations be perfect. And unless that's something that your family likes to do together, right? Because I've also worked with a lot of families that they, they love decorating. So that's something that they do together as a family and it's a fun activity for them. If that's you, great, do that. But if it's not and you're doing it because you feel like you have to, they might want to reconsider not doing that so that you can truly enjoy the time spent. And that, that includes like, you know, what presents you're buying for everyone and, and are the presents as important as like the thought that's behind the present. Cause that's, that's a big thing too, right? Like everyone stresses out to make sure that we get everyone the perfect gifts and that everyone's happy with their gifts. And it's a lot, it's a lot of stress. So t- taking a step back, creating some realistic expectations of what can I actually accomplish during this time? What do I want to prioritize for myself, for my family? And what's really going to bring me the most joy, guys, right? That's what I want you guys to think about. Like, why do you love the holidays? What do you love about the holidays? And focus on that stuff. Because the material things are not really what's important. It's not really what's remembered. It's not creating that bond or that connection that we are hoping for. And by spending more time, like, focused on building connection instead of, creating the perfect landscape, I guess, you're going to get more out of that holiday season and you're going to experience more joy and more calm and more love. And that's, that's what the holidays are about, right? It's about being with the people that we love and making those people happy and then making us happy. And part of that, right, is us knowing our own limits so that we don't stretch ourselves too thin so that we are unhappy on a day that we're supposed to be, you know, joyous. So creating realistic expectations is important. Like for me this year, (laughs) I told you guys last week, it's been a rough year. There's been a lot of commotion in my household with things breaking and all of that. So we didn't even get our tree up this year, guys. So what we decided to do is take my sister-in-law's tree because her apartment is now under construction and she had already done hers. And I was like, instead of just taking a whole nother day where we have to take the tree down from the attic and decorate the tree, we're just going to hijack Jackie's tree and all the kids will use the same tree this Christmas. (laughs) And that's one less task we have to do. My kids also did because we live in the same house. They did already decorate Aunt Jackie's tree. So they experienced that this holiday season and it's fine. And we're going to focus on on doing cookies instead because that's something else that we didn't have time for yet this season. And that's the thing that we love to do most. Um, more than decorating the tree, honestly, decorating the tree causes me a lot of anxiety with littles because there's ornaments on there that are very fragile and I always worry that they're going to break. So for this year, instead of doing that, where I know I'm going to be super stressed, we just took Jackie's tree, put it in my house, and we're going to bake cookies for the next couple days instead of focusing on that. Because uh, the kids love doing that and we love doing that. And that's creating the time and the the kind of memories that we want to create, right? So do I prefer to have a tree that's decorated night before Christmas? Absolutely not. That is not my ideal Christmas tree, but it will work, right? And it doesn't have to be perfect. And guess what? My kids love Nightmare Before Christmas. So 
it works out, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. And that's what I'm trying to get you guys to understand. Like, what can you focus on? Like, what is one thing you can let go of this holiday season? What can you let go of that's causing you stress? And what can you add that's going to bring you a little more joy? And when we start to look at our lives like that, like, okay, what's one thing I can let go of because it doesn't have to be perfect? And what's one thing I can add on that's going to bring me some joy and or calm or peace or an emotion that you want to feel more of? Your life is going to just start to feel a lot better. And for us, that is baking cookies. And I mean all types of cookies, guys. I mean red velvet whoopee cushions. I mean <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, peanut butter and jelly cookies, ton, tons of cookies. We make a million cookies. It's our thing. And then we eat all the cookies. It's great. But yeah, if you guys can try to find those little moments of joy within this holiday season, then that's a win. And if everything else isn't perfect, it's totally okay. No one's going to be mad that it's not perfect. And if they are, you don't have to take that criticism to heart because <laughs> that's their stuff and not your stuff. Someone's mad at you that you didn't put, you know, the wreath outside where that's perfectly decorated and, you know, have the Christmas lights strung up. Like that's, that's their stuff. Um, it's not their house. It's not their life. So if they're judging you based on that, you know, you might want to take that with a grain of salt and focus on the things that really bring you joy. If the putting up Christmas lights brings you joy, go ahead and do that. If it doesn't, don't. Um, also like just making sure that you're taking the time to take care of yourself during this time. Thank you for listening to Good Enough with a Trauma Therapist. This is your host, Jamie Vomeler. If you live in the states of New York or Missouri, we'd love to work with you. New Yorkers, give us a call at Long Island EMDR at 631-503-1539 or visit our website at liemdr.com. And for those of you living in Missouri, please call Brave Counseling and Psychiatry at 573-825-6441. Visit brave-mo.com. Welcome back to Good Enough, guys. I am your host, Jamie Fumler. Again, hope you guys are having a good day today. We were talking about setting realistic expectations, and I think I should really explain why that is so important. For a lot of my clients and myself, the people around us tend to get disappointed if we make a bunch of promises to do things, then we don't follow through, right? Like how many relationships do you hear where the husband, like the wife asks the husband to do things and then the husband doesn't do them. And then the wife gets like very upset that the things aren't done. But what I've learned as a therapist is that most of the time when people are agreeing to do things for you, they have every intention in that moment of doing it. And they really do want to help you. The problem is, is that most of us take on more than we can handle, <laughs> And then we never get to those activities, right? So setting realistic expectations for yourself also really can help you in your relationships. Because if you are agreeing to do things and then you don't have the time to follow through, that creates like disappointment, especially with kids or people who have had, you know, difficulties with trusting other people, which is a lot of us walking around on this earth, right? So if you agree to do something and you don't do it, you know, someone who has difficulty trusting will feel like you betrayed them. Or I've heard like, I've had clients come in and be like, oh, they called me a liar because I said I was going to do this and I didn't do it. And it's like, well, they didn't lie. They just, they just forgot, 
right? They forgot about the thing. Um, and that happens to me a lot because I am an avid people pleaser and I say yes all the time. I'm also very transparent with people though about like, hey, if I forget to do that thing, please just remind me because it's not that I don't want to help you and it's not that I don't care. It's just that I have so much on my plate that I am likely going to forget if I don't put it on my calendar right this instant. And I think that's also helpful for us is to remember like it's okay for us to not have it all together and and to communicate like what we need to make that happen for other people, right? Like to admit like, hey, I really want to help you with that thing. I don't know that I'll get to it this week. Um, But if I don't, if you don't hear from me by like Friday, like please contact me so I can do it, right? Or honey, if I don't get to taking down the tree by years, <laughs> give me a reminder and like put it on the calendar so I remember to do it. And that's something me and my husband do with each other a lot too, because we are both people who are people pleasers. And we do get triggered when we actually have to do something and they don't do it. We feel not good enough and all that. And that's why we've worked on like just being realistic and our communication with one another of like what we need to make sure that we can do what we need to do for the other person. And that's really, really helpful too. In creating real expectations for yourself, it's also like knowing what you need to just knowing what your limitations are and knowing how someone can help you kind of scaffold that, right? Like I say to my staff a lot, if I forget, please remind me. And they they do. No one feels bad about reminding me anymore (laughs) because they all know that I genuinely want to do the thing that I have offered to do. It's just that I probably didn't put it on my calendar or when they asked me, we were in the middle of doing something else and I didn't have access to my calendar and it didn't go on there or I didn't set aside the time to do it yet. And if they just remind me, like I will get it done. And I think that's, that's important because it also helps when you're communicating that to people for them to not personalize it, right? Because we all have a tendency to do that. If something is promised us and it doesn't happen, then we tend to blame ourselves, right? It's It's got to be my fault. It must be me, especially if you have that like not good enough feeling that's that's somewhere in there that gets triggered when people don't meet our expectations. So being honest about like what your limitations are and how people can, you know, accommodate that and assist you also lets them know that like, oh, no, it's not you. It's just because this girl has like terrible ADHD and she's not going to remember. My business partner in Missouri is very much like that. She is the sweetest person on the earth. She would give you the shirt off her back. But girl, that that girl has ADHD like <laughs> way worse than mine. And I literally do need to like put things on her calendar for her, for her to remember to do it. And she will do it if I do that. It's just that's what she needs to make sure that she can get it done. And I think, you know, all of us being honest about like what we really want and what we really need helps to improve our relationships too. Because when you're actually communicating what you want, what you need, and like the limitations you have in getting those things, then other people can actually step in and help you because the people in our lives have different strengths than us. Like we have different strengths than those people and they have different strengths than us. And if we're all honest about our vulnerabilities and about what we need in the moment to, you know, get by and achieve the goals that, that we have or accomplish the tasks that we need to accomplish, you know, we can all work together and utilize everyone's strength. And I think especially around the holiday season, guys, and the family, that's, that's super important, right? For thinking about how to decrease our stress, you know, it could be that like 
you're not a great cook. And so maybe your job shouldn't be cooking for the holidays. Maybe your job is you volunteer to help like clean up or you volunteer to bring the drinks or you volunteer to pick up, you know, dessert. Everyone can help and everyone has different strengths. Maybe you're like super organized and like good at like getting things in and out of the oven. I know in my family, we have so much food that that's always like the timing is a thing. So if you're not good at cooking, but you're good at like project management and organization, maybe that's your task. But if we're all honest about what our strengths and limitations are, then it just makes the world so much better of a place because the people around you who do care about you and love you can assist you and they can validate those strengths. And instead of like feeling bad about our weaknesses, we can, you know, what is that word? Like compliment those with other people's strengths, right? Like if, you know, my grandma's very good at project management, right? So like she's, she's a good one to be like, this goes in now and this goes in now and this goes in now and, and get it all in in a timely fashion. Um, I think that's probably just from also years of huge holidays and she's very used to doing that. You know, there's, there's, strengths that everyone has. And I think if we, instead of looking at people's flaws and looking at what they're not doing for us, right? If we can take a step back and look at like, okay, like what are they good at? And instead of having someone do something that might be difficult for them, try to play to their strengths, right? Like even with your, with your kids, right? Like my kids have very different strengths. (laughs) You know, my son, Michael, is super, super compassionate and kind and like a a little like love bug. And he can kind of tell how everyone's feeling and is very, very compassionate. Danny is baby Hulk. He (laughs) he can pick up anything. He's just super strong. But when we ask the kids to do different things, we kind of like know what their strengths and limitations are. So if I ask Michael to do things, it's going to be different than Danny. It's also based on their ages. But when you're playing to your kids' strengths too – it helps them to feel important and valued and worthy. And when we're giving people tasks and not really thinking about what, whether or not those tasks are suitable for that person, it can make them feel really defeated and it can make them feel really hopeless. So just something to keep in mind around the holidays, like keep your own strengths and limitations in mind, keep other people's strengths and limitations in mind and really try to focus on the positive in everyone. And if we all did that and we all played to everyone's strengths and didn't tear them down because of their weaknesses and utilize the other people in our community and our group that have the opposite, you know, strength to that weakness. We'd all just feel so much more supported and loved and taken care of. And I think that's how we all want to feel during the holidays. So try to keep that in mind, guys. Keep those stress levels low. Uh, take care of yourselves. Say no when you have to set realistic expectations, explain if you can't do things and uh, tell people what you need. Because what I found is most people really do want to help. They just might not know how. And a lot of us expect the people around us to just know us and read our minds, but it's not always a possibility. It's not always realistic. And we got to do a better job of just communicating what we need and the people around you can and usually will support you especially if you're supporting them you've been listening to good enough with jamie volmuller thank you for listening to good enough with the trauma therapist we appreciate you listening while our host may provide some personal and professional advice we want to remind you that this show is for entertainment purposes only 
Each individual situation is unique, and good enough is not a substitute for mental health treatment. If you need a therapist and are located in New York or Missouri, feel free to reach out to us at liendr.com or brave-mo.com. I hope you guys have a happy holiday season, and I want to remind you that you are good enough.